Last month, Yuval Noah Harari, deemed the false prophet of the World Economic Forum, predicted that artificial intelligence would be capable of writing a new Bible, not before smearing the Christian Bible as an outdated book with no divine origin. You know, the printing press, radio, television, they broadcast, they spread the ideas created by the human brain, by the human mind, they cannot create a new idea. You know, Gutenberg printed the Bible in the middle of the 15th century. The, the, the printing press printed as many copies of the Bible as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. It had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? How to interpret that? Um, AI can create new ideas, can even write a new Bible. He goes on to say that these new ideas within the AI Bible would be more correct than any other religious text because they're derived from a superintelligence, a non-human entity. Because he denies the existence or inspiration of God, he says it's simply a dream to imagine God's divine inspiration behind the Holy Bible. You know, throughout history, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, by a non-human entity. Every religion claims our book, all the books of the other religions, they humans wrote them. But our book, no, 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 no. It came from some superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct. That just think about a religion whose holy book is written by an AI. That could be a reality in a few years. Harari says that artificial intelligence can make decisions all by itself. The first technology that can do this. Implying that this AI Bible would be written by free will, rather than be dictated by the design of its programming. He sees AI as above human beings. And again, since Harari is an atheist, he places the AI technology above all human intelligence, elevating it to the status of a god in his eyes. It's the first technology ever that can make decisions by itself. I hear a lot of people saying, oh, all these worries about AI, every time there is a new technology, people worry about it, and afterward it's okay. Like when people invented writing and printing presses and airplanes, they were so worried, and in the end it was okay, AI will be the same. It's not the same. No previous technology in history could make decisions. You know, even an atom bomb actually empowered humans because an atom bomb can destroy a city, it cannot decide which city to bomb. You always need a human to make the decision. AI is the first technology that can make decisions by itself, even about us. Next, Yuval Noah Harari mischaracterizes what Christians have believed throughout time in order to illustrate why an AI metaverse would be just like heaven. Here he claims that ancient Christians believed their carnal bodies, their physical bodies, were held in highest regard. And you have this discussion for, you know, for, for thousands of years about what humans really are. Are they a, 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 an immaterial soul or an immaterial mind? Or are they embodied 
beings, embodied entities. And um, this was a major philosophical topic that you see, say, in ancient Christianity, this discussion that Jesus and the first Christians, influenced by Jewish traditions, they believed very firmly that humans are bodies, which is why Christ rises in the body. He's resurrected in the body. However, Romans 8 clearly reveals the doctrinal position that ancient Christians believed, as well as modern-day Christians. Quotes, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So then they that are in the flesh, the body, cannot please God. Harari then claims that Christ's heavenly kingdom is of the earth, boldly saying that Christ told his followers of a future physical kingdom. And when Christ All right, folks, welcome to the American Journal. That is the latest from Red Build TV. False prophet says AI God will create a new Bible. It's Wednesday, June 28th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. What a show we have for you today. Lots of stuff to talk about. Actually, a heck of a lot. A lot of videos to show you as well. Taking your phone calls throughout the show. We have a lot to get into. So let's just do it. Let's not waste any time and get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 28th of June, 2023. Reuters.com has come out with an, uh, an investigation, spending their time wisely looking into which political elites have family links to slavery. Yes, what we really need to know right now. <laughs> Thank you, Reuters. Thank you for this investigative research, this exhaustive delve into the family history of all these people. Uh, interestingly, what they've come out with is that uh, basically every single president has family ties back to slave owners, uh, except for Donald Trump, except for Donald Trump. Many lawmakers, they say, need look no further than their own family histories to find a much more personal connection to slavery in history, a brutal system of oppression that resulted in the deadliest conflict in U.S. history. In researching the genealogies of America's political elite, the Reuters, a Reuters examination found that a fifth of, nation, of the nation's congressmen, living presidents, Supreme Court justices, and governors are direct descendants of ancestors who enslaved black people. Dear God. Among 350, uh, 536 members of the last sitting Congress, Reuters determined that at least 100 descended from slaveholders. Of that group, more than a quarter of the Senate, 28 members can trace their families to at least one slaveholder. These lawmakers from the 116th are uh, Democrat and Republican alike. They include some of the most influential politicians in America, such as Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Tom Cotton, and James Lankford, Democrats Elizabeth Warren, Tammy Duckworth, Jean Shaheen, and Maggie Hassan. In addition, President Joe Biden and every living former U.S. president except Donald Trump are direct descendants of slaveholders. Jimmy Carter, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and through his white mother's side, Barack Obama, Trump's ancestors came to America after slavery was abolished. I think that's sort of the, the most amazing takeaway from all of this that we have such heritage Americans uh, in in politics. 
I wouldn't have expected that. That would have been, uh, that is, is surprising to me. So, yeah, uh, really amazing, fantastic stuff, Reuters. Lots of uh, really pertinent things to today's world. You know, this is exactly what we need. What we need right now is, uh, you know, major media companies uh, demonizing white people for what their ancestors did hundreds of years ago. Thank you for that. Now, it's um, it's very important. It's very meaningful, obviously. You know, this uh, really means a lot. I'm sure if you were to carry out this uh, same type of uh, rigorous investigation into uh, the poorest white Americans, you would also see a pretty uh, large percentage of this type of thing happening because, you know, it was everybody back then, and it actually has no bearing whatsoever on the fate of those descendants of slaveholders nowadays. But, you know, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for just once again uh, bringing up the specter of a of a shameful past in order to demonize white people today really necessary and good and black people too obviously uh in, in native american people as well like elizabeth warren this is this is what we need the mainstream media for thank you for that reuters really um what would we do without you <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about that later but just complete nonsense but hey good on donald trump good on donald trump being the only living president in history to uh and not be a descendant of slaveholders. Just incredible. Of course, they only go back to America. I mean, what if you went back even further? I think that might be an interesting uh, investigation as well. Uh, meanwhile, New York Times confirms IRS whistleblower claims about Hunter Biden probe, but they bury it in the 21st paragraph of their report. The DOJ was accused of blocking U.S. Attorney David Weiss from bringing harsher charges against the president's son. The New York Times confirmed one of the bombshell claims made about the Justice Department's handle, mishandling of the probe into Hunter Biden, but buried it deep in its Tuesday report. After Biden pled guilty to two misdemeanor tax violations and entered a pretrial diversion agreement regarding the felony gun registration charge, the House Ways and Means Committee released testimony from two IRS whistleblowers that alleged uh, who alleged that President Biden's son retre- uh, received preferential treatment from the Justice Department. IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley claimed the U.S. attorney David Weiss alleged to multiple witnesses that he was told by the DOJ that he could not bring charges against Hunter Biden in California and Washington, D.C. Attorney, Merrick, attorney General Merrick Garland denied there being any interference in the probe. However, the Times is now confirming that Weiss did, in fact, make, make such claims about the DOJ. Notably, that confirmation wasn't mentioned until the 21st paragraph of the Times' lengthy report titled Competing Accounts of Justice Department's Handling of Hunter Biden Case. Times did not immediately respond to Fox News's request for comment. Garland denied any wrongdoing by the DOJ last week. So just to tie this in a nice bow, basically they – it was a cover-up. It, it was basically a cover-up. Basically, Andrew Weiss was tasked with investigating Hunter Biden, but when it came to actually putting the fruits of his investigation into some sort of case – and charging Hunter Biden with the crimes for which he had been discovered to be guilty, or at least suspected to be guilty, Merrick Garland came down from on high to stop that from moving forward. I see a lot of people talking about this in terms of the Biden crime family and the Biden crime syndicate, which obviously they are. Obviously, that's 
an accurate reading of the situation. But it's also worth understanding that Biden himself is just a puppet of the much larger shadowy factions of the deep state who use him as a very useful tool for getting what they want and having blackmail hanging over his head. So this is just the way it works. Talked about a million times, whether it's the Clintons or the Bidens, it's not that these people have some you know, power over everybody else, it's that they themselves are puppets of the higher power of the shadowy deep state permanent bureaucracy that uses them for what they need and rewards them for their participation by protecting them from consequences of their actions. So we'll get more into that a little bit later. Meanwhile, from Business Insider, China kicks off World Economic Forum's Summer Davos. City, Chinese city of Tianjin is hosting the World Economic Forum's Summer Davos. Can't you, don't you just picture Henry, Henry Kissinger in a Speedo, you know, Klaus Schwab laying on the beach, sunning himself in sunny China. Saudi Arabia sent a top delegation to the event, reflecting the importance of its oil trade relationship with China. Chinese Premier Li Qiang opened the conference, acknowledging global challenges and warning about future public health crises. The Chinese city of Tianjin is buzzing with activity. C-suite executives, government officials, and media Members from all over the world have made their way to attend the first in-person World Economic Forum or WEF event in China since the pandemic began. It's the Summer Davos, and we'll see 1,500 participants discuss topics centered around entrepreneurship, the driving force of the global economy, <laughs> which is just, of course, the, the name they give to their global government slavery system that they're attempting to first perfect and, and really tune, tune in. Uh, there in China, and then export to the rest of the world. Incredible stuff. Meanwhile, this is sort of an update to a story we covered yesterday. Alleged document from Trump Audio in Bedminster is not a part of the DOJ charges. So yesterday we covered the bombshell uh, breaking leak of audio of Trump talking about the war in Iran that he helped to stop. And apparently that document having to do with the born Iran, not actually a part of the charges that he's facing. So just another round of confusion and distraction and manipulation, courtesy of the mainstream media and our Department of Justice. Finally, we have this story. We'll get into this on the other side. Quote, we're coming for your children chant at NYC drag march elicits outrage, but activists say it's taken out of context. That's from NBC News, where they... Are, are covering for the people who are chanting we're coming for your children by saying it's it's out of context and frankly they've been saying this forever so what's the big deal we'll tell you what the big deal is on the other side America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country we didn't have full control 30 40 years ago but they're really attempting full control now and that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement that would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us. 
by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee. Another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep and it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. This is the American Journal, InfoWars.com, and band.videos, where you go to find videos, links, clips, articles, and everything else we have to offer. InfoWarsStore.com is where you go to support us. We have a lot to talk about from the Trump indictments to Biden corruption, war in Ukraine, and so much more. Tucker Carlson once again dropped an absolute, absolutely incredible episode of his uh, new Twitter show. Yesterday, I want to go to a at least the first couple minutes of that as he breaks down the Ukraine war and what it's all been about. We'll get into it, but first let's return to this story from the Daily Dispatch. Just what are you doing? What are you doing, guys? What are you doing, gays? Uh, NBC News posted this on Twitter and has been dragged for it, no pun intended, since... They say the, quote, coming for your children chant has been used for years at pride events, according to longtime March attendees and gay rights activists who said it's one of many provocative expressions used to regain control of slurs against LGBTQ people. I don't understand. I don't understand what that is supposed to mean. Regain control of against LGBTQ people. So what? How is that? I don't understand. No, I legitimately don't understand. So, oh well, soon, soon. Let me here. Let me interpret this for okay. you. Okay, yeah, help me out um, here. So, you know how like uh, black people are the only people who can say the N word. Well, that's not true. But well, yeah, now, they say well, that. Well, now, well, now, uh, LGBTQP people are going to be the only people who can say the P word. Oh. Yep. What's up, my pedo? <laughs> What's up, my pedo? Yep. Because they're coming <laughs> for your children, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they're taking All right. back the slurs. I right? see. They're taking the slurs back. They're taking. I see. So, so if you're out here uh, calling somebody a uh, calling somebody a fairy, and they're just like, "Yeah, well, we're coming for your children." Well, uh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they can call each other fairies. You use the f word, it's over, bro. Might as well fire yourself. 
Now, the, the, the f- really funny part about this is that this actually got hit with community notes, which is sort of the updated Twitter version of fact-checking, which is actually far more effective and, and accurate than traditional fact-checks. Right, The way Twitter's changed it up is it used to be that fact-checks were places like Snopes and other left-wing media outlets would come along and provide their so-called fact-check. That would be like, oh, well, yes, while they did say this, they didn't in fact mean it. We can read minds more at Snopes.com. Like just total nonsense where they would just try to obfuscate and disguise reality with rhetorical hogwash. But now it's a little bit different. Now it's – uh, it's more like the actual context that you need, and this has a hilarious community notes correction underneath it. it says, quote, coming for your children is not a historical part of pride. The chant appears to originate from the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir singing a song with this title two years ago in 2021. This article is thus a misrepresentation of pride's history. And in fact, when I, this must have changed because when I first saw this, it mentioned that it doesn't even quote anybody in the article. To, to back up what the claims of the title of the article makes. So the, the statement on Twitter says that, uh, you know, according to longtime March attendees and gay right activists, the we're coming for your children chant has been used for years, uh, but then that doesn't actually appear anywhere in the article, which is, which is interesting. But here's the article itself in uh, NBC News. Uh, it says, over the weekend, a short video circulated widely on social media of an unidentified person at a New York City Pride March uh, pride festivity saying we're coming for your children like they can't even say that honestly so here they are trying to defend a bunch of gay people saying we're coming for your children a bunch of trans activists saying you know essentially your children belong to us uh, we will pervert and destroy them and they're trying to defend this why they would want to defend this god only knows satan satan only knows but they can't even do that. They have to misrepresent what it is. It was a short uh, video that circulated of not an unidentified person, but a crowd of unidentified people chanting this statement. So they can't even be honest about that. In the 21-second clip circulated by a white uh, right-wing web streamer channel, dozens of people march in the streets and are clearly heard chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're not going shopping. But one voice is, <laughs> What? We're here, we're queer, we're not going shopping? What is that even supposed to mean? They, what? We're here, we're queer, we're not going shopping. Gay people love shopping. <laughs> I don't understand what that's supposed to mean. The old, the, the old chant was, we're here, we're queer, get used to it. Right? We're here, we're queer, we're not going shopping. Okay. All right. I th- I think that's enough. I think that's enough of that. I think the the gay pride movement has run its course when you're chanting such utterly meaningless drivel, acting like you're standing up against some sort of oppressive regime by being like, "We're not going shopping." It's like, "What the hell are you talking about? Go home. <laughs> go just just go home. There's no point in you being here or saying any of this. Just go home already." Incredible. Uh, but they say one voice that is louder than the crowd. It's not quite clear whose or whether the speaker was a member of the LGBTQ community. It was probably one of those undercover transes. Probably a trans trans. 
It's a straight man pretending to be a gay woman. Probably what it was. Is heard saying uh, at least twice, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. I mean, we have that video. Can we go to that video? Can we, can we fact check this NBC News article real quick? I mean, maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Are the gays chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're not going shopping? Because that doesn't even make sense. So can, can we go to this video? Do we have the audio of it? What's going on? I'm not hearing any audio. Let's try, let's try to get the audio of that. We, I got to confirm this. Okay, so I see like at least four people in this video alone. And we're coming for your children. They're like, well, they're not sure who it is. Uh, maybe it's the crowd of people chanting it. So, I mean, you know, I don't know what to tell you, folks. It's like they rely on your ignorance. They rely on you not knowing what the reality is. Like, I, I guess people are sitting down and reading this, and they, they come away with this idea that, like, well, there's a bunch of gay people chanting about shopping for some reason, and there's one provocateur who's probably a right-wing Trump supporter embedded within the gay community to make them look like pedophiles saying we're coming for your children. But actually, they've been saying this for years, and this is a core component of the gay rights agenda, coming for your children. But actually, it's a good thing. And so, again, we take a, a little trip on the wheel of conspiracy and we go from it's not happening and you're, you're sexist and racist and homophobic for even saying it to, OK, well, yeah, they, somebody is chanting that, I guess, to yes, they are chanting it. Yes, it is a core belief and it's a good thing and you're a racist and a homophobe if you disagree with it. So we've gone full circle. We're – just like you could have just said, yeah, you're right the first time. But see, they understand how sort of horrifying and, and objectionable this is. They understand that most people reject this outright, so they have to try to hide it. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, All right we, got, we do have more to talk about here. Uh, but actually, no, the, the title of our live show today corresponds to all of this. We're entering the phase of narrative collapse as public rejects globalism. We'll see this with a number of attempts by the 
mainstream and even the alternative media that occurred over the last few days where it's just like, what are you doing, folks? What are you trying to do? What do you think you're achieving with this? You know, we have another story with um, Pedro Pedro Gonzalez. What's his name? Yeah, Pedro Gonzalez. Uh, which, you know, they, they published this, like, full-fledged research paper about Pedro Gonzalez where they dox anything he's ever said in private messages or make some very edgy jokes uh, about everybody, really. And what I've seen from this is an overwhelming positive response when it comes to Pedro. People being like, wow, I, I didn't like Pedro before, but now that you've shown me this, I see he's actually a great guy. <laughs> Like, what do, you th- what do you think you're achieving here? What do you think the effect is going to be now that you have utterly lost all credibility? Nobody believes anything you say anymore. The lies that you've been spreading for decades are coming to light, and you're doubling down on it. Do you really think this is an effective use of the medium? Do you really think that what you're doing here is convincing people that your enemies are the bad guys? I don't think that's happening. I think it is a full-on narrative collapse, and they're desperately trying to keep it together. It's not working. It's just not working. So there's a lot of other news that that we'll get to and we need to get to. I mean, just from whistleblowers exposing the Hunter Biden cover-up to the manipulation of the Trump document scandal. I mean, there's so much to get into, but this article is hilarious, and I want to stick with it. Okay, it's, it's the NBC News article. We're coming for your children. Chanted NYC drag NYC drag march elicits outrage, but activists say it's taken out of context. When you read this article, what you realize is that it's not taken out of context in the slightest. It's all totally in context, and what you think that they're saying is exactly what they're saying. And they tell you this in the article. Again, not sure if they thought there'd be a different. Takeaway from this article, not sure if they thought that people would walk away going, oh, those, those brave, powerful, you know, strident cross-dressers, they're so powerfully standing up against the slurs of the straight community. No, that nobody is coming away from this article talking about this. Everybody that you quote in this article is like literally a demonic groomer that is totally open about it it's it's wild that they think that this is going to have a positive effect but they do i swear they do they say to conservative pundits activists and lawmakers the video confirmed the allegations they've levied in recent years that the lgbtq community is quote grooming children yeah 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 i guess so again i just don't understand so we'll, we'll continue here and then we'll We'll circle back to that. They say to uh, Brian Griffin, (laughs) hilarious, uh, the original organizer of the NYC drag march. If that's the worst they heard, it's only because he wasn't there this year. Griffin said that he chanted obscene things in the past like kill, kill, kill. We're coming to kill the mayor and joked about pubic hair and sex toys during marches. People at drag marches regularly sing, quote, God is a lesbian it's all just words, Griffin said. It's all presented to fulfill their worst stereotypes of us. <laughs> okay. Cool. Great. 
So all those people, yeah, Brian Griffin. This, this is the guy. <laughs> it's presented to fulfill their worst stereotypes of us all. I don't get this. I don't get that. It's like, you know, you sit there and you're like, gee, everything you guys are doing seems to be like perverted and pedophilic and deeply demonic and evil and they're like yeah it is it is if that's the stereotype you have it is it's true it's all true we do want to come after your children we do worship satan we do want to kill the mayor and it's just like yeah i know no i know that's why i said it that's why we said the thing that we said earlier i'll take uh bad optics for 500 please <laughs> right well and that's the thing this is like this is like if like Trump supporters were just like, yeah, we just go around, you know, throwing the Roman salute, uh, wearing Nazi, wearing swastikas on our armband, you know, just to fulfill the stereotype. Like, okay, don't do that. You just maybe don't do that. Like your fellow gays should be going, hey, dude, you're not helping here. Fulfilling their stereotypes does not somehow debunk their stereotypes. You're just proving them right about everything, which is really confirmation that, that they were right the entire time. Like, it's not like you guys weren't grooming children and weren't acting like satanic psychopaths and people just came up with this and then you were like, well, if you're going to say it, then I'm going to do it. It's like, no, you were always doing this. It's just you're open about it now. You're just like flamboyant about your sickening evil at this point. So, again, not sure what you think you're proving, not sure what you're trying to prove, it's just, yeah, we've been right the entire time. Like, we get it now. Thank you for letting us know. See, the weird thing, okay, you, you know, you just brought it. You, I think, you know, Satan, when you think about it, is supposed to be, like, tempting and kind of sexy. Satan takes one look at these hedonistic orgies and he's like, yo, leave me out of this. No, I think he loves it. Leave I disagree. I, I, think, I think Satan is all about this. I think he thinks this is the, the best thing ever. Around. I mean, I, I think a lot of, they're like literally doing God's work, if you think about it, because they're turning people oh, towards God. Okay. All right. Think I can see this. that. He, uh, the, uh, the, the casual observer who, who happens upon a pride parade is probably like, oh, man, I need to go back to church. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. All right. Well, let's keep reading this article because it, it really just does. It just gets worse and worse. Uh, it's all just words. It's presented to fulfill their worst stereotypes of us. Yeah, no, we know. That's, there's a reason there's the stereotypes. You're fulfilling them. Thank you. The, quote, coming for your children chant has been used for years at Pride events. Yeah, guys, you're acting like this is something new. We've always been coming for your children. We've always been trying to groom and, and pervert and co-opt and coerce your children. This isn't anything new, you guys, okay? So stop acting like this is something that just started happening. We've always been wanting to pervert and co-opt your children. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, and gay rights activists who said it's one of many provocative expressions used to regain control of slurs against LGBTQ people. Okay, how's that going for you? you? Do you feel like you've regained control of that? Mm, interesting. In this case, they say right-wing activists are jumping on a single video to weaponize an out-of-context remark and further stigmatize the queer community. Yeah, that might be a, a decent argument if you hadn't had made the opposite argument for the rest of the article, right? It's just, it's one video, it's out of context, it was one guy chanting, although the video shows everybody is chanting it and you can read their lips and hear their voices saying it so we're just lying to you openly blatantly with video evidence of our deception but 
Yeah, we're going to spend the whole article talking about why this is a great thing and why we do it all the time and why it's necessary to do it all the time. And then we're going to act like, actually, it's just one thing that was out of context and we didn't actually mean it. It's this schizophrenic, mentally ill attempt to deceive that is spiraling out of control. Nobody's buying it. Everybody gets what you're all about now. You're letting us know. You're telling us who you are, and we are simply believing you. It's coming from somebody who, you know, didn't care about gay marriage when it was happening, except to the extent that it's not marriage. It's just a, it's just a contract that the government is there to guarantee whether it agrees with it or not. Anyway, it's just, you know, it's all backfiring. It's all backfiring on them, and I can't imagine – I can't imagine being a gay person right now being like, really? Really, you guys? We've made, we've gone so far. We've made so many strides. We finally, for the first time in, in, you know, a lifetime of being gay, having to hide it, having to conceal it. You finally get acceptance. You finally get equality. And you just go, and we're coming for your children and we're worshiping Satan and we're going to take your kids. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine. Incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity. Every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride the bromine you need this product takes about two weeks to kick in on average take a few drops a day infowarsstore.com or triple a two five three three one three nine and it's 25 percent off it is your last chance discover the power of activated iodine try iodine true nascent on iodine takes your system just to the next level infowarsstore.com or triple a two five three three one three nine I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with the globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Again, we do we do have more important things to talk about here. We're, we're going to stick just, just a moment on gay pride. We're also going to talk about the absolute hilarious meltdown that Brian Christenstein, what's his name? Krasenstein, uh, is having on Twitter about Pride as well. So I know, uh, now you have one more thing you wanted to say serious about it, and uh, there's a 
video comparison to the the original Pride March to today. So we're going to see how far Pride has come. Incredible. Sure. Well, let, let me let me just read a few more a few more things of this. I mean, it's it's so bizarre how they do this. So first they say yes, we always say this sort of stuff. Uh, you know, we we chant this all the time. But also, if you show us chanting this, you're attacking us, and it's out of context. And we never say that. So, you know, you're, stop acting like this is what we do, but it is what we do all the time. Like, it's just this schizophrenic, like, mentally ill kind of take on all of this. Uh, they talk about uh, conservative politicians and pundits have increasingly referred to advocates for LGBTQ rights as, quote, groomers, associating people who oppose laws that restrict drag performances. See what they, what they leave out, what they leave out of this little note here. They say associating people who oppose laws that restrict drag performances – in front of kids, right, or classroom discussions of gender identity with pedophiles. Tell you what, if you are a man who's dressing up like a woman for sexual gratification and then performing a lascivious dance in front of children, yeah, you're a pedophile. So, okay. Glad we got that out of the way. Uh, they say the charge is an echo of a decades-old trope Anti-gay activists have used to paint the community as a threat to the country's youths, which they, again, spend the rest of the article talking about how it is absolutely true. And clearly, I mean, this is the whole point, right? Like it's taken out of context, they say. It's actually been used for years, this chant of we're coming for your children. So, you know, which one is it? Which one is it? This is what happens when you start to deceive, right? What a tangled web you weave when you practice to deceive like that. This is this is the tangled web of deception when your entire identity is is just utterly divorced from reality. And what and you know what you're doing is wrong and objectionable. You know what you're doing is going to turn people off and make people hate you. And so you like a narcissist abuser have to try to gaslight them into thinking they're the ones who are bad for pointing out what you're doing. It doesn't work. It's not going to work, and this entire article is a hilarious exercise in backlash. But they say this allegation, uh, some advocates say, endangers LGBTQ people. Well, if the claim that your groomers endangers LGBTQ people, then I guess when you're chanting, we're coming for your children, it's those people chanting that are putting LGBT people in danger. Seems pretty obvious to me. Quote, it's really scary to us, says Fussy Lomain, a drag performer and activist who was, at, who was at this year's march and declined to give their real name because of safety concerns. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, as we know, you know, nothing, nothing more dangerous being a... Anyway. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying not to use slurs since obviously this is, uh, they're reclaiming them doesn't represent everybody it represents that individual i thought it was a dumb idea and i started chanting on top of it with alternative verses okay is it a dumb idea or is it taking back the slurs is it a stupid idea that's making everybody think that you're groomers and pedophiles or is it a powerful stance against you know demonization of people calling you groomers and pedophiles which one is it the video elicited outrage from white right-wing pundits who called the marchers demonic and evil yeah but see they dress up like demons and they do evil things. 
in the same way, they're like, well, if you're going to call us demonic and evil, then we are going to dress up as demons and perform drag shows where we show ourselves graphically cutting open our own bellies and pulling babies out and aborting them and then eating them live. Yeah, you think we're evil and demonic? Well, what about now? It's like, yes, obviously. Yeah, you're evil and demonic. We get it. No, we get it. You don't have to do all that stuff. We understand. We get it. You don't have to put the horns on your head. You don't have to perform the creepy, evil activities that you love doing. We understand you're creepy and evil and demonic. You don't need to show us anymore. We get it. Thank you. Thank you. Similarly, citing fears for his safety in light of backlash over the video clip. Did you love this? They're just like pretending that there's some sort of like – they're the French resistance and they're like, oh, we can't let anybody know that we're drag queens. Meanwhile, they're just like out on the street naked just like flopping their – anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, but they're but they're all very scared, fright, you know, frightened of their safety. Oh, those dangerous right wingers! They keep telling us they're the most dangerous terrorist group of all time. Oh. Uh, they say it's a bad joke being used to serve the interest of parasitic, predatory political propaganda and policy. Okay, so why did you do it? Why do you keep doing it? I mean, this is – honestly, it needs to be a skit of, like, just a dude in, like, the full Nazi regalia, swastika on the arm, little gay mustache, like Hitler, just being like, these – you know, they're they're demonizing us with this propaganda calling us Nazis. I mean, you know, what are we supposed to – what are we supposed to do? You know, it's dangerous. This political propaganda, predatory, parasitic, you know, propaganda calling us Nazis. And they're just like full on, just like <laughs> this little spiky helmet and everything. It's like, why do they keep calling us Nazis? Yes, hail Hitler. Thank you. Hi, how you doing? I don't get it. It's like, oh, you don't? Oh, you don't get it? You don't understand? When you dress up like demons and saying we're coming for your children, you don't understand why that might be used to make people think that you're groomers that are coming for your children? Is this hard to understand? Is this hard to conceive? Impossible, impossible to conceive with these people. We won't tolerate harm towards any child and advocate for the protection of encouragement of every child to be able to live their true lives, authentic lives, free from fear and persecution. Okay, so this is a particularly interesting uh, paragraph. This is from a person named Huckleferry Ken. Okay. We won't tolerate harm towards any child and advocate for the protection and encouragement of every child to live their true lives, their true authentic lives, free from fear and persecution. You know, from people like their parents. You know, I mean, it's just like, do do you not get how that sounds? Do you not get how that, again, let's just use the Nazi thing because that's just what you do on the internet, right? This is just like, look, we, we... will not tolerate any harm against the the parasitic uh, foreign influence of the judeo uh, upper class the the Jew- I don't even know how to I don't even know how Nazis are to say things but it's like you get that when you've got a gay guy dressed up in a dress calling himself Huckleferry Ken being like we want to protect children from the hate of their parents you get that that makes you look like a groomer you get that that's you being a groomer being a pedophile you understand that we see right through that and you're not you're not tricking anybody we don't want anybody to harm children with their insistence that children are innocent and not sexual oh is that him yeah that's him okay all right so that's huckleferry 
Look, we just we, we just want to protect kids, okay? He just wants he just wants to read bedtime stories to your kids. Yeah, we just want to read bedtime stories to your kids and and protect them, Tuck from, them in. from the negative influence of your religion and your way of life. Like, yeah, you're talking like a groomer. You're talking like a creepy groomer pedophile. So what are you doing? So what are you doing? So funny, man. And like they ask people not to dress up in drag or leather to make their event more palatable to certain communities. Wow. So they hate gay people too, huh? They hate gay people too. Apparently the we're not going shopping a chant that nobody is chanting in that video, despite NBC lying to you and saying otherwise, comes from when they used to march around malls, I guess. I don't know. I don't get it. I, don't I mean, we keep talking about this on the other side. It's just, it's just one of those things you really have to dedicate time to going through paragraph by paragraph and just like okay just the last part finishing up here according to multiple drag march regulars the coming for your children variation has been used before last year gothamist reported people at the drag march chanted 10 percent is not enough groom 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 so so what's the deal are you not groomers are you groomers are you not satanic demonic pedophiles or do you love reveling in the satanic, demonic pedophilia of your entire movement? Are you not wearing leather so you can trick people into thinking you're normal? Or are you wearing leather dog masks so you can be your true authentic self? I mean, which is it? We know which one it is. It's the one that you can't help but express. It's the one that you can't help. It's the stereotypes you can't help but fulfill. And the, the creepy, demonic attitude that you can't help but evince every second that you're given license to be who you truly are we get it we understand it again you think this is a positive move for the gay community you couldn't be more wrong feel real bad for the just regular gays out there that are like i just i'm just gonna go to my job please don't associate me with these people there are none going to want to pay attention to what i'm about to say in the next 60 seconds two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operation. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Final segment here of uh, The Gaze. Matt, you, you, you pulled a video for us. Break, oh, break yeah. this down for us. Oh, I got, I got some insights for you. 
Okay. Uh, first Peterson? thing, first thing, uh, this whole discussion got started off with, uh, we're coming for your children. Yeah. We're coming for your children. Now, if we were to take them at, um, kind of their noble motive, right? Take them at face value. They're coming for their children. What are they doing? They, they're trying to win the hearts and minds, right, of the children. These the, these children, they've got impressionable minds. Um, yes, like like USGIs in Afghanistan. Sure, sure, sure. They're winning the, the hearts and minds of the Taliban. That, yeah. that is, you know, I, I see that there are probably some activists who totally believe that, right? But unfortunately, their actions really don't match what what their end goal is, right, which is winning hearts and minds. Okay. Um, the, the, the first article I kind of want to show here, this is an oldie but a goodie out of the Washington Post. Um, it's about Edward Lansdale. Um, he uh, is the, uh, the guy who came up with this doctrine, winning the hearts and minds of the people, right? They implemented it uh, in Vietnam, um, and it's been uh, really at the center of how we fight wars in the modern era, right? right? We enlist people from other countries to fight these proxy wars, right? We're winning the hearts and minds of those people. So in the culture war here, uh, you've got people who in 1970, right, in the first gay pride parade, right, they came out and they wanted to start winning the hearts and minds of the children. And we can kind of show some of this footage. It's actually on YouTube as well, if anyone at home wants to kind of take a look at this. And you can kind of compare and contrast here um, scenes of kind of one of the original pride parades, right, and uh, scenes of pride parades today and, and kind of where it's come. Right, because so this you is, have so, to think so, about. So uh, for, our, for our TV viewers, this is a video of like one of the first pride parades. The first pride parade. The first pride in, parade in 1970. Okay. Wow. Right, 1970, and we can kind of skip ahead here a little bit too, um, and you'll see. You know, it, these are scenes of decency. People are fully clothed. Okay, occasionally, you know, you might see someone without their shirt on, <laughs> but like it, it, it's something that. Again, if you're a casual passerby, if you're someone who sees this, you're like, oh, you know what? They're they're not as bad but as they are probably normal made people out after to be. all. Right, right, right. And so now you get to a place where, um, you know, these people who are participating in pride, right, they probably grew up being bullied, right? They probably grew up uh, with some type of trauma for their, you know, inclinations, right, that, who they're naturally attracted to. You're saying that, that sexual trauma is what leads to being gay? Well, no, what, what I'm saying is that... Uh, <laughs> that is that is a true fact that can happen right yeah. people who are abused um that can be an effect but yeah, uh you know people who are participating in today's pride parades they're not trying to win over the hearts and minds right of people they're trying to stick it to people who don't agree with them right, right. they're trying to stick it in people's faces which is uh, kind of at the heart of the explainer nbc article right they're like oh well you know it was taken out of context right well, really, it wasn't taken out of context because we can tell that there was kind of a malefic maleficent, yeah, maleficent, malicious, uh, malicious, right? Intent behind the "we're coming for your kids," right? Yeah. It's not it, maybe they're not actually coming for people's kids, but what they want to do is they want to scare people, right? Hey, you know, don't mess with us, right? Hey. This is what we're doing. We are and in charge now. Way proud of it, right? And they're rubbing it in people's faces, which is why it leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Poor choice of words, but I, I completely get what you're trying to say. Yes, they're rubbing it in your face, and it's leaving a bad taste in your mouth. I completely agree, Matt. You know, baby. 
No, it's so funny because also it's like, you know, this is InfoWars. Like we have never cared about the gays necessarily. Like we've always been libertarian. It's always been you have the right to do what you want. And it's one of the it's one of the great things about the West that like you can do what you want and the government isn't going to step in and want to surveil you and want to find out what your sexual inclination is and, and do this. And it's like all that's going away. We're losing all of that while simultaneously you've got gay people literally coming for your children. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, we're going to move on now. We are going to move on. You know, I feel bad sometimes because I, I do things and I see people complain about it. In fact, I saw a post on uh, 4chan the other day that I guess it was during the show. I mentioned Matt Walsh's thread where he was calling pedophiles Nazis. And it was just a, a giant list of Jewish people. He was like, see, Nazis. It was all very confusing. And I mentioned that, I guess I mentioned it in like the first five minutes of the show, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about this later. And then I just never talked about it, never got around to it. And I see on 4chan by being like, he got the talk. Somebody came in and, and told him not to talk about this. Oh, he's being censored. I just want to make it perfectly, abundantly clear. Nobody ever tells me anything to say or not say on this show, full stop. Nobody ever before the show after the show during the show doesn't happen i get to say whatever the hell i want i get to talk about whatever i want it's the beauty of having a platform like this i don't even have to worry about i mean except for like radio sensors and not using four-letter words which is i agree with and think is a good thing it's like it's 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 a ridiculous claim nobody ever tells me what to say and what not to say and i was just thinking about this because earlier i mentioned brian krasenstein i want to go into a thread of his but this is what ends up happening. I'm like, okay, you know what I'll, I'll do? Like, it's all haphazard. This is all just off the cuff. All this news is breaking. All of this is like headline news that's like just coming out or it's like being delivered to the desk as we talk about it. So we don't know what we're going to spend a lot of time on or not. Some things we maybe should spend more time on. Some things we don't. Like for this, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll start off, you know, it's the last – article of the daily dispatch i'll i'll spend a moment talking about this nbc article and then you start reading the article and it's like oh my god i we got to get into this more you start reading more into the article and you're like oh my god there's paragraphs at the back that i i gotta i gotta talk about and then matt's pulling up videos you know of the historical thing got ideas he wants to express so this is all like it's all just happening in real time. We're just this is a live broadcast and i've tried to get as much important news as i possibly can in uh, you know, under the line and, and you know, in, in in between the commercial breaks. Like, that's just what we do. And so I'm not going to get into the Brian Krasenstein thing today. I'd like to. I mentioned it earlier, but I'm not going to be able to get to it because we spent so long laughing and, and breaking apart this uh, NBC article about how they totally aren't doing the thing that they are doing and how it's good that they're doing it, but how you shouldn't think about it. Like, this is just what happens. We're just we're flying by the seat of our pants here. We take your calls. We go where the where those lead us. Uh, so I apologize. It's entirely my fault if I ever say like, oh, I'm going to cover this and I never get around to it. It's not because I got to talk. It's not because somebody came, heard me and came. You're not allowed to talk about that. Avoid it from now on. It doesn't happen. I'm just completely open with everybody. No other show would even do a little dissertation like this because they want it all to be behind the the sheen of of. Uh, movie magic tv magic they want everybody to think that it's all you know pre-planned that's just not the way we operate it's info wars we are 
Like this is the beauty of InfoWars. We can talk about, uh, you know, a hilarious NBC article for as long as it takes to get through it. We can have guests that nobody else will have on. We can, you know, then go from like geopolitics to like history and the occult and the pyramids and flat earth and Antarctica. Like this is what InfoWars is all about. It's a freewheeling, responding to news as it comes in program. And I think that's what makes us different than everybody else. And we're only allowed to be like this. We're only able to be like this because of your support at InfoWarsStore.com because without your support, we wouldn't be here, wouldn't have the crew, we wouldn't have the – studios we wouldn't have the satellite uplinks we wouldn't have any of that stuff to actually get the broadcast out but on top of that if we had instead of you the american people at infowarsstore.com some corporate overlord telling us what to do and what to say then i would have to be censored i would have people coming in and telling me what i can and can't say and making sure i hit certain points we're free from that hopefully you appreciate that i know i appreciate that more than i could ever possibly say and you know it's always just obviously a a my my interminable struggle is just trying to fit in all the important news while also providing like a little bit of humor and laughter and lightheartedness so that we don't get demoralized under the continuous onslaught that we face. So thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for giving us this platform where we can have such a unique and freewheeling good time with all this insane news. And please do go to InfoWarsStore.com to ensure that happens into the future. Yes, we have declared independence from the British, independence from the globalists, independence from the tyranny over the minds of man in any form that it comes. InfoWarsStore.com, tyranny over the expectations that our fellow right-wingers have about what we should or shouldn't support or talk about or do. We are totally independent. why Alex Jones has been successful for so long, and we are just doing everything we can to continue that incredible uh, lineage and heritage of freedom and again free i think freewheeling is the best way to put it so infowarsstore.com is how you support us infowarsstore.com independence day super sale you're getting double patriot points plus up to 60 percent off all of these incredible products this is just anecdotal purely anecdotal but my sister's family they have four kids under four it's wild it's a wild house very fun a lot of sickness going around a lot of uh persistent coughs and things that come home from preschool. So my sister was like, I'm, we're doing a new regime. We're never going to get sick again. And one of the primary parts of this new regime was she bought three Alexa Pure Breezes from InfoWarsStore.com. Has one in each kid's room and then one in the living room. And it's purely anecdotal. They haven't gotten sick since. They have not gotten sick since they installed these Alexa Pure Breezes. So I, I don't know. I'm not taking credit for it. I'm just saying these things are incredibly powerful. They can clean out the air. You don't know what effects that dirty air or mildew or whatever it is that's uh, floating around your house. Uh, it gets sucked up. It goes in the carbon filter, like three carbon filters in this thing. And again, it's just using nature. It's just using the natural uh, uh, attributes of these materials. I talked about it one time when I was, I was cleaning up uh, sort of this art desk that we have. And it's amazing because we've got this long – series of cups with all the different pins and pencils and markers and everything. And then we have one of those cups is filled with charcoal that you use to draw, right? And while all the other ones have a little bit of dust on it, the one with charcoal is like just covered in dust bunnies. And this, it's just because it's a natural consequence of like static electricity. I don't really necessarily understand it, but it, it's just, just like all of our supplements, right? 
it's not that we're coming up with some new scientific abomination that might have a positive effect that we're that we're putting forward. It's just like, you know what? You eat turmeric, your your it, it helps with your inflammation. You take fish oil, it gives you crazy dreams. Like these are just natural things that people have noticed for thousands of years, and that's the beauty of InfoWars is we're just taking this ancient knowledge that people might want to ignore in favor of some you know chemically chemical created in a lab somewhere but it's not necessary we just go back to the old school you go back to the things that your grandmother knew worked bone broth and things like that and we just repackage it for the modern day give you this all natural incredibly powerful we don't need to create anything god has given us everything we could ever possibly need so we just help you to get what god has already created and that even is is the case for the water and the air filters god has created this crazy you know effect where uh, charcoal or, or whatever this material is, graphite, it just, it attracts dust. It just does. We didn't need to create it. We didn't need to invent it. We didn't need to change anything about it. You just leave a, a piece of this stuff out. It'll just be covered in dust the next day. Cause that's what happens. Cause it has a negative charge and the thing has a positive charge. And I'm, I'm no scientist. I can't explain it, but you don't need to, you observe it and then you make a product out of it. So now you have this filter that when air passes through it, the electrical binding however it works attracts the dust cleans out your air it's incredibly powerful incredibly effective incredibly cheap now that it's on sale at infowarsstore.com so you know that's all we do that's all we do is we just take what is ancient and natural and good and been known about for a thousand years and just help you get it at the best price so it can improve your life like it has improved the lives of human beings since it was discovered and noticed by some caveman at some point we're just going back. We're going back to caveman style. We are returned to monkey here at InfoWars. And again, we're not going to get into the Krasenstein saga. We'll, we'll have to save that for another day. It's still unfolding, but it's, it's sort of just a rehash of what happened with NBC where it's like these people say things and then they try to, do, they try to simultaneously reject what they said before while doubling down on it. It's very bizarre. But again, it's my fault. We spent too much time on the NBC article. We're going to move on. We're going to get to the world news. We're going to get to the international news. InfoWarsStore.com. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. 
So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. You know, one of our main missions here at the command center, presiding over this war of information, is to keep people motivated and dedicated to what is in no way a lost cause, but rather is a slowly but surely swelling movement of human beings opposing their corporate unelected despotic masters and we say it all the time i mean when you when you look at warfare since the dawn of time since the dawn of ages i mean it's all about fear versus confidence it's all about whether you are demoralized or not so we're not going to let ourselves demoralize and there's no reason to be demoralized and one of the one of the main things i mean you see these these hyperventilating articles where we're not doing what we're doing but we are doing it and it's good and you can't say that it's bad but if you if you say that it's bad it's you're falling for our trick (laughs) we got you you know it's just like okay you people are are freaking out because clearly your deception is faltering it's failing right thinking there's some i mean maybe it's wizard of oz right the guy just like frantically trying to pull the curtain back just being like no stop paying attention to us stop looking over here it's that sort of idea or somebody which is with a with a mask and it's just peeling off and they're just like, no, no, trust me, I really am Joe Biden. No, really, I am. Uh, it's failing. It's completely collapsing uh, across the board. The other aspect is the cultural aspect, the success of the Bud Light boycott, the success of the Target boycott, the success of this of these mass movements, people just rejecting the corporations that are going along with this. BlackRock going, yeah, we're not going to call it ESG anymore because you guys figured that out and we can't get away with it, so we're going to – we're going to hide that from from now on. It's also the 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 cultural aspects. I mean, Tucker Carlson going on Twitter and making these episodes that are getting just millions upon millions of views, hundreds of millions in just a few hours. The documentary from uh, Matt Walsh, speak of the devil. Uh, what is a woman getting like a hundred million views in two days on Twitter? These are incredible numbers, and the music as well. The Boycott Target song that was number one on iTunes in all categories, higher than Taylor Swift, higher than any other artist, was Nick uh, Natoli and his song Boycott Target. I mean that's an achievement. That's that's the real deal. That's not just like some virtue signaling from some right-wing outlet patting themselves on the back. That's domination of an entire media outlet in terms of the Apple iTunes store, the biggest media – or music uh, you know, system in the world. Another song that's come out recently that's just been getting awesome, amazing traction is this uh, song by Hi-Rez that we played and sort of premiered first on this show. 
after he sent it to us uh, the morning that he made it. Since then, it's gone absolutely viral, and he himself, High Res the rapper, has been going on shows all over the place promoting this and and uh, promoting some other things as well. He actually took the opportunity during Pride Month to come out on, I believe it was was it Newsmax the other day or OAN. It was OAN, so he was on OAN the other day. And uh, High Res the Rapper came out live on TV. Pretty incredible stuff. Let's, uh, let's go now to clip number eight. Last thing I wanted to say, in honor of Pride Month, I'm coming out as a full-fledged Alex Jones supporter. So I just wanted you guys to know Alex Jones was right, and I fully support him. And I was scared to say that, so mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. Amen to that. <laughs> Keep up the great work, guys. We'll talk Amen to, to that. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Amen to that. That's High Res the Rapper giving Alex Jones a, a shout-out on live TV. Everybody loves Alex Jones. There's just no denying it. I, I told you about the other day when we went to the stand-up thing with Gavin McGinnis and um, Anthony Cumia, and uh, you know Alex Jones comes out and literally it's everybody standing ovation for like five minutes. They didn't expect him. It's not even his show. He just comes out and it's everybody like literally doing the bowing thing. Like there's like we're not worthy, just like yelling. And and Rob from the crew is is wearing the Alex Jones for President T-shirt. And as soon as we walk out, literally in one minute. There's four different people coming up being like, is he really running for president? Can I really vote for him? Like the amount of love Alex Jones gets is, is really undeniable. And of course, Tucker Carlson is sort of following along in this tradition. I want to go down to the first couple minutes of Tucker Carlson's episode from last night. He gets into the Hunter Biden stuff later in the episode, but the first few minutes he sticks to Ukraine and the absurdity of the Ukraine war being a war for democracy with a great little montage as well. So let's go now to Tucker Carlson's uh, episode eight, I believe, that he put out on Twitter yesterday talking about Zelensky and the war for democracy. Let's watch. Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You may have found yourself wondering recently as the world slides closer to nuclear annihilation than any time in human history, why exactly are we at war with Russia? It seems like there's a pretty significant downside to this particular foreign policy decision, starting with economic collapse and ending potentially with extinction. So is there a good reason we're doing it? So many innocent young people have been killed. So many hundreds of billions of dollars have been wasted, some of them from the U.S. Treasury. So what's the point? Are we really doing this so the Biden family can repay its debts to the oligarchs who finance their beach house in Rehoboth? Are we doing it so our government can continue to lie about its illicit biolabs in Eastern Europe? So that flabby losers like Toria Newland and Tony Blinken can feel like they're doing something important with their sad, empty lives? Really? Honestly, there's got to be a better reason for waging this the most pointless war of all. What is it? Well, thankfully, we have an answer. The war against Russia, ladies and gentlemen, the war against Putin and for Ukraine is, in fact, a war for democracy. Watch and recall the motive. The president has said many times we are focused on what we can do to support Ukraine's effort uh, to fight for their democracy. Democracy must prevail. The Ukrainian people are fighting the fight for their democracy and in doing so for ours as well. Assisting and helping Ukraine win this fight for democracy and freedom. And of course, Ukrainian President Zelensky understand that what's at stake in Ukraine is bigger than just his nation. It is literally a battle for freedom and democracy themselves. They are showing the world what an existential fight for democracy looks like. President Zelensky and the Ukrainians have changed the course of history for the better. And we unequivocally are with the Ukrainian people in their fight to remain a sovereign democracy. 
unequivocally with the Ukrainian people to remain a democracy. It's a bipartisan view. Democracy must prevail. You just heard noted democracy expert Nancy Pelosi say, the daughter of the mobbed up mayor of Baltimore. As Pelosi puts it, the Ukrainian people are fighting the fight for their democracy and for ours as well. That's right, for ours as well. Without Ukrainian democracy, in other words, we can have no democracy here. If the Ukrainians aren't free, neither are we. We must make sure they can vote in Kiev so we can continue to vote in Kansas City. It's really that simple. And yet tonight, we regret to tell you that we have a problem. It looks like they're not going to be able to vote in Kiev anymore. And no, for once, it's not Putin's fault. Democracy in Ukraine seems to be suspended by the world's foremost democracy advocate himself, Field Marshal Zelensky. Watch this. This is a global question. If we win, there will be... There will be no war time and no war. The election should not be held in peace. It should be held in peacetime when there is no war, according to the law. So when you have an election, well, he says, if we win, we'll let people vote. Otherwise, no. You vote when we feel like it, because ultimately we're completely in charge and make all the rules. Your job is to obey or be punished. That's our version of self-government. Self means me. I'm the government. Now, that's not just any autocrat. That's our chief ally in the war for democracy. Yeah, but it's happening everywhere else in Europe as well. Powerful stuff from Tucker during his seventh episode published on Twitter. Tucker on Twitter. But before we go to break, please remember we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine, incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity, every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine, true nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're halfway through the program today. This is American Journal, InfoWars.com, band.video. Can't tell you too much about what we're doing. You'll hear about it in the next few days, I think. But sort of the rebirth of InfoWars that you're witnessing right now. We've been under a, a pall, under a shadow of persecution for a little while. Frankly, we just got sick of it. Just like, all right, enough of that. We're just going to shake it off. Rise like phoenixes from the ashes. Reclaim our spot in the sun. So we're making a lot of uh, big moves. Obviously, a part of this has been the reignition of long dormant 
social media platforms, info uh, like uh, Instagram and TikTok. We've been really dominating some of these. Some some of our videos on these platforms have millions of views. Some of them we don't even realize are millions of views. The one that we've been playing as a promo during commercial breaks for a while, where I'm just listing off all the confirmed conspiracy theories. It starts with Elon Musk being asked, what conspiracy theories have been confirmed? Then I just start rattling them off. That video I put on TikTok got taken down. Got a community note strike or whatever. I wasn't able to follow anybody for a couple days and, and videos down. Little did I realize other accounts had uploaded that video, and it has millions of views across TikTok. How they get away with it, no idea. Not sure. Obviously, they're not under the same scrutiny that we're under, but it's good to see it's good to see more people picking up that torch and bringing light into the darkness. One of the, just one of the videos of somebody re-uploading that onto TikTok, 500,000 views. And this is an invitation for you, by the way. If you see anything that you like on this program, take it down. Download it. We have a download button on band.video right there. You don't even have to download a plug-in. You don't have to go to some sketchy third site and copy and post our link. Click the download button. Full HD. Beautiful stuff. Go find some video editing software. There is hundreds of video, even on your phone. The video editing on phones is pretty incredible these days. I mean, it's nothing like what you can get on PC, but even that you can get for totally free. So it's an invitation for you. Do you want to have a a TikTok account with millions of views? Download our videos and put them up on TikTok yourself. You're welcome to do that. We don't care. Monetize it. Make money off it. Make it your career. Just do whatever you want. Take our stuff, upload it. You know, if you can, you know, brand it, send people back to band.video, let people know where it came from. But at the end of the day, it's all about the information. So please, if if you're out there, if you're one of these people that's downloaded our video and re-uploaded it and gotten millions of views, congratulations. Keep doing it. We there's no you're not gonna get a cease and desist from us. My God. Do it as much as you could ever want. And so that that is a really wonderful way to uh to share it for us. So we are uh we're going to launch some some new initiatives here in the next few days. Very excited for that. Stay tuned and support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Now, with that being said, let's move on to our next little breaking news where, again, you just it's hard to it's hard to wrap your mind around just what these people think they're getting away with. OK, so we've covered this saga in the past from one Matt Hancock. From the Telegraph. In March of this year, they say Matt Hancock should be arrested for willful misconduct in pu- uh, in public office. The slithy ch- tove can. What does that mean? Uh, the slithy tove. I'm going to translate this into American. The scumbag can and must be dragged before a select committee and made to answer for his actions and the vast hurt they have caused. Again, this is from March of this year. They say within days of Sue Gray, the investigator of Partygate, being announced as Sir Keir Starmer's new chief of staff, there is an urgent question in Parliament, quite right, too. When it comes to judging the conduct of the Tory government, the civil service is about as impartial as the Taliban commander at a girls' reading group. But what was the uh, but what? But was that really the national question most urgently in need of an answer? For eight days now, the Telegraph has published the most breathtakingly damning stories about the misuse of power and, quote, science by Matt Hancock Hancock and his (laughs) – Hancock, that's pretty good – and his cabal during the pandemic. 
I don't know about you, but having read so much about their callow political posturing and callous disregard, especially for children and the elderly, my outrage bucket is empty and I'm reduced to throwing up bile. So pretty strident words about what this Matt Hancock fellow got up to. So it's what was revealed were WhatsApp messages revealed in the Telegraph's lockdown files, basically showing that they were using uh, terror tactics to, quote, frighten the pants off everyone to keep us all behaving like good little boys and girls. So sharing reassuring, reassuring news, such as our hospitals are coping surprisingly well with spare beds in the east and south, would have been out of the question because it would have weakened his control over us. So in other words, this Matt Hancock guy had a deliberate policy of fear. Only have bad news. Stifle the good news. Create bad news if you don't have any to spread. To get people fearful, to override their logical processes in their brain, to appeal straight to their most you know, base beliefs and, and base reactions. And this is, this is all psychological programming. This is a psychological operation. This is what it looks like in effect, in actuality. And so he is still around, apparently, and is now came out with a new statement. This guy got busted. His personal messages were revealed, showing that he was purposely creating this atmosphere of fear to take advantage of, to keep us all locked down, everybody in the UK, to keep everybody in a state of fear and lockdown and, and paralysis. And then this story is from Michael P. Singer today. Earlier today, this is yesterday actually, earlier today, former UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock, who advocated and led use of terror messaging to drive support for and compliance with lockdown measures throughout 2020, choked back tears as he told the government's official COVID inquiry he is profoundly sorry for each and every COVID death and hope lockdowns will be much earlier and much more stringent during the next pandemic. Can you even wrap your mind around this? The dude gets caught creating this fear factory, you know, psychological operation. And he actually makes a video crying, saying he's so sorry that he didn't do it more and harder. Completely insane. So let's go now to this video. Clip number two, former UK health secretary Matt Hancock says he's profoundly sorry, not for lying and locking everybody down when they didn't need to, but for not doing it sooner and with more verve. Let's watch. I am profoundly sorry for the impact that had. I'm profoundly sorry for each death that has occurred. And I also understand why, for some, it will be hard to take that apology from me. I understand that. I get it. Um, But it is honest and heartfelt. And I'm not very good at talking about my... Uh, emotions and how I feel, um, but that is honest and true, um, and w- all I can do is ensure that this inquiry gets to the bottom of it, and that for the future we learn the right lessons, so that we stop a pandemic in its tracks much, much earlier, and that we have the systems in place ready to do that because I'm worried that they're being dismantled as we speak. Well, we'll come to that. Again, I, I've, never, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen anything like this. 
this dude is caught lying to the British people, manipulating them willfully, putting them in a state of fear to take advantage of them, to lock them down unnecessarily, causing untold numbers of miseries, deaths, keeping people out of hospitals who would otherwise have discovered cancer diagnoses early enough to treat, who now have to suffer the long, slow, agonizing death of cancer because this guy wouldn't let them go to the hospital. And he comes out and has a deep, heartfelt apology for not doing it more and sooner. Throw this man in prison. Dismantle everything he's talking about before it's too late. This is now an urgent existential crisis. Destroy this man and everything he believes in. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect to the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But... Women like pink labels, men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula, and it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information. It's 50% off for a limited time. So get your super female vitality for men and women at InfoWarStore.com right now for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. Super female vitality, 50% off for a limited time at InfoWarStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We've covered how the so-called COVID inquiry in UK was really doomed from the start, which is a shame because... It's almost understandable. I mean, when you really understand it, when you're at the InfoWars level, when you're seeing this from the bird's eye, 30,000-foot view, when you know before anybody else does what the virus is, where it came from, Wuhan Institute of Virology, the way it was going to be used to leverage a vaccine mandate, when you know it was being used to you know, perpetuate the lockdown in order to get the mail-in ballots, cheat in the election. Like When you see all of it happening before it ever comes to fruition – can be very frustrating to then have to sit and watch everybody else fall for the lies continuously. But you have a, you hold out a little bit of hope because you go, look, these people are in a state of panic. They're in a state of fear. 
They're in a state of confusion and purposefully orchestrated madness, basically. And maybe once the once the clouds clear, once the air is is free once again, and people can look back and go, well, wait, none of that worked. Wait, the social distancing was based on nothing other than human psychology and what you thought people would put up with. And the lockdowns had no scientific basis and did nothing to stop the virus spread whatsoever and, in fact, created a whole host of other problems. Well, now we can go back. I mean, there's no statute of limitations on this. A lot of these were like crimes against humanity. And some you can excuse as well. They were trying their best and just didn't succeed in what they wanted. But others were clearly and acknowledged deceptions. From the people who were put in place and, and had the authority to carry out these orders. And so you thought maybe like after everything settles down and the, 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 the dust settles and everybody can see clearly again, we can, we can look back and go, oh, we were tricked. We were fooled. We're going to set things right to never let this happen again. And then it was like right off the bat when they're like, we've announced a COVID inquiry to f- figure out what happened during the COVID pandemic and what we did right and what we did wrong and whose fault it was and the first thing they said was like in the primary focus of the covid pandemic uh, uh you know board as we, as we look back should be the racial disparities was this a racist activity were were non-white people harmed by this and it's just like oh, okay so you're not going to come to any conclusions you're going to use this once again to further divide and further expand and accelerate your destructive policies so I never had hope about this COVID inquiry, but to see the way it's being played out now is a whole new set of levels of deception. It's not just new level of deception. It's like nine new levels of deception. It's actually incredible. And so just to, again, remind ourselves what the fury was like in March when Matt Hancock had his WhatsApp messages revealed and see just how horrifically destructive these policies were, return to this Telegraph article. The author says, oh, silly me, I forgot. Matt Hancock said he wanted to, quote, frighten the pants off everyone to keep us all behaving like good little boys and girls. So sharing reassuring news, such as our hospitals are coping surprisingly well with spare beds in the east and south, that would have been out of the question because it would have weakened his control over us. What had begun as a commendable impulse to keep people safe had warped without any necessary scrutiny into how can we keep power? Continue on WhatsApp messages published in the Daily Telegraph's lockdown files, which was considered by his predecessor to make NHS, uh, which was considered by his predecessor to make NHS beds available to covid patients from France. At that time, the British people were not allowed access to access treatments. Thousands upon thousands of operations were canceled and non covid patients were sidelined to, quote, support the NHS. But apparently Mr. Hancock considered it was appropriate to invite the French to use our medical facilities. What is the secretary of state's view on what this on what that says about the true state of NHS capacity and what and was the nation perhaps deceived? This is in quotes because this was actually one of the questions put forward by an MP during question time there at the parliament. As the lockdown files revealed, Matt Hancock even discussed a plan with his aide, Alan Nixon, to, quote, take off the table a learning disability hub in Bury, where the MP, James Daly, was about to vote against the government. So, yeah, they were not this isn't speculation. This is a conspiracy theory. I'm reading from one of the most popular, the most respected mainstream news outlets in all of the UK. And they 
have the appropriate level of outrage in this article about what was done. They say, just when you think he sunk, sunk as low as humanly possible, he ponders using children with special education needs as leverage. Yes, 100% enthused Hancock. By unhappy coincidence, I've just now had an email from Rob, a father with an autistic son. This is what Rob wrote. Lockdowns sent him from a happy 14-year-old into a complete psychological breakdown. The fear of why everyone was wearing masks, the breaking of routine, which is so important for SEN children, and closing of schools. He was utterly terrified. The knock-on effect for our family has been devastating. And the article notes, well, that's another uh, Hancock triumph. A 14-year-old boy who successfully had the pants frightened off of him. To quote Hancock, hope you feel proud of yourself, Matt. So this guy who does this, who quite literally sends an untold number of psychologically impaired children into total breakdowns, and now it's like this poor father is like, luckily the anti-psych meds have him back on board. Like people have been driven to suicide. They've been driven to depression and had to resort to pharmaceutical interventions just get back on track because of the fear that this guy purposefully willfully by design and with institutional power fabricated in the minds of the british people and then he gets up and goes i'm so sorry i just want to apologize i'm so sorry that we didn't do this more and earlier completely and utterly insane michael p singer notes how it's not just matt hancock in this article from yesterday michaelpsinger.com S-E-N-G-E-R is how you spell singer here. He says, one, not need, uh, one need not have a background in law enforcement to recognize that these words of Matt Hancock apologizing for not doing this more and harder. You don't have to have a background in law enforcement to recognize that these are the words of an entirely unrepentant sociopath. Worst of all, he says, maybe the fact that 17 members of the pro-lockdown pressure group Independent Sage have been asked to give evidence at the COVID inquiry. For those who've been paying attention, this is a far cry from how optimists hoped the aftermath of the COVID response would eventually play out. Independent Sage is not a legitimate political body. Independent Sage is nothing but a questionably funded group of extremists with no relevant credentials proselytizing the dubious goal of zero COVID while hijacking the name of an official government body to fool the public into believing they have some legitimacy. In short, Independent Sage is nothing but a disinformation organization that caused unfathomable harm by convincing citizens and officials to pursue an illusory illusory goal using illiberal methods and with very real and catastrophic costs. To have independent sage give evidence at the COVID inquiry means the potential criminals have, quite literally, been given a role in prosecuting the case. And it's incredibly well said, and he goes on about this. The title of this article is UK uh, COVID Inquiry Reveals Just How Vast – an international communist conspiracy may be. And that's exactly what this was, as, of course, the lockdown measures that were never a part of the pandemic preparation in Western countries was adopted wholesale from the Chinese communist playbook that we saw was so effective in China, of course. So this COVID inquiry has become a complete farce, has become a total cover-up, and you know half the people that are actually intending to use the COVID inquiry to get some sort of answers are concerned about the racial dynamics at work and the were non-white people affected more. Uh, I don't know. What about the 14-year-old white child who was terrified into a state of 
catatonic, catatonic fear and was forced to go on anti-psych meds just to deal with the psychological terror that he was being subjected to on a daily basis. Well, he's white though, so I guess just ignore him. If it happened to a to a brown child, now now they'll have something to talk about, and it won't be the actual damage that was done or the people who inflicted it upon him. It'll be about the racial disparities that we're dealing with. So this COVID inquiry in the UK, you can basically chalk up as a total complete cover up at this point. And this article goes on and on. The leading invest the leading instigators of lockdown are getting away with it all, at least so far. Admittedly, a bit defeating, but ultimately there is an objective reality, and the reality is that these policies destroyed countless millions of lives and transferred trillions in wealth from workers to the very richest for virtually no human benefit. So, um, I mean, you never expected the government to investigate itself in any legitimate way, but now we have evidence that it just goes far beyond that, and they're actually using it to further their destructive policies. We'll continue to cover this and so much more in the third hour as well as your phone calls. But remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com. Take advantage of the Independence Day July 4th Super Sale. It is on up to 60% off plus double Patriot points at InfoWarsStore.com. You're getting massive discounts on just about every product at the InfoWars store, including the Alexa Pure Breeze and Alexa Pure uh, Pro water and air filtration systems. But on top of that, you got the toothpaste, you got the Turbo Force, you've got the InfoWars MD line, the Dr. Jones Natural line, the InfoWars Platinum line. Everything on sale now, up to 60% off, plus double Patriot points on the July 4th Independence Day sale, InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWars Store at InfoWars Life not at a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics, it's something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. 